Natural laws in everyday life. The rules of the game. The law of the universe is an immense backdrop to the picture we call life. When we look at the cosmos, the movement of the stars and planets, the laws of vibration and rhythm, that are all perfect and unchanging, we see that the cosmic system is working by universal law. The divine order of things is magnificent and unchangeable. All else in life is impermanent. Temporary are the assets and lifestyle, relationship and business, all material form must be born and then die, this is the ultimate truth of all things. But the energy from which all form is created, is permanent. The key to that divine order must be self-evident, it should require no further proof than your own keen observation. Taking back your power means to remove the complexity of the spiritual path. The more order you embrace, the more beauty you see. The higher your consciousness. The more of this beauty you see, the more empowered, inspired and motivated you become. With this expansion, you will write more songs, dance with more vitality, paint more paintings, feed more children, make more bread, and give more to others. In the complete vaporization of this earth, and all that exists in self-importance on it, building bridges and houses, worry and stress, birth death and marriage, and all doing in that one tiny, unnoticeable instant in the billions of years of cosmic history, the disappearance of earth, and all who live on it, would truly go unnoticed. This perspective, viewpoint is an essential part of our journey. We need to create this and understand ourselves in the greatest context possible. To see ourselves with a universal viewpoint, one tiny speck in a vast ocean of life. To look in context and so free ourselves to fly into the realms that take this context. Beyond earth, especially beyond earth. It is essential to our journey to be able to image the context of the trip. We must comprehend the distance we need to travel in order to reach this sacred kingdom, the dream world in which we humans, and our little world, are no longer the center of the universe. Be in the world not of it. Natural law number 1-balance. When we look to the stars we see balance. We know that the earth and the sun are in a dance. If either one were to push or pull too hard all would be destroyed. A delicate balance exists. Thus, those who say they would have right without its correlate, wrong, or good government without its correlate, misrule, do not apprehend the great principles of the universe, nor the nature of creation. It is a self-evident fact that everything that is free in nature seeks balance. All universe is free, in this sense, and it therefore is always searching for balance. Light carries the power of repulsion. Matter carries the power of attraction, and these two influences working together give shape to the entire universe. This is the balance between all forces, and the universe itself must, of necessity, be round in order for the two forces to coexist. If one single atom, in the entire universe were out of balance the whole of creation would be destroyed. And yet, we, on our anthill, see all things out of balance in order to witness contrast. Every emotion, is an imbalanced thought. Every feeling, all attraction and all repulsion. Nature expresses this law of balance by continually seeking it. Growth and decay, birth and death, weather, tides successes and failure are all the manifestation of this greater law, all in the universe seeks balance, and without it, all would self-destruct. Look around in this wondrous space and take careful note, all creation is drawn to be spherical. The earth is round. The sun is round. The planets are round. The solar system is round. A radius reaching out from the sun in all directions would describe the interior of a hollow globe. If you drop hot lead through the air, it takes a round shape as it falls. All matter seeks the same shape, and no power exists in the universe that can alter the tendency. More than this, there is the influence that one set of planets has on all the others, and that all have on each. Wherever a ray of light travels, balance goes with it, and there go the laws that are inseparable from all existence. In the central courts of heaven, there is no material and therefore no separation. 
no masculine and feminine, no good and evil, no pleasure and pain, no self and other. All is one, unity, so everything is one thing and one thing is everything. You are nowhere and you are everywhere. There is no separation between one place and the next because in this place there is no material separation between one place and another. It is called nirvana, heaven, the cosmic mind. Here, in the central courts of heaven, there is only pure thought. Disharmony only exists in human thought, an earthly perspective and it exits when a person aspires to defy nature, create imbalance. Then the objective is to create a good without its correlate wrong, an upper without its correlate downer. Stress is caused by imbalance. All stress comes from the mind, a way of thinking, choices we make. What sickness is not the result of a stubborn hold on imbalanced thinking? What war and boundary between nations is not divided on the basis of imbalanced ideals? We build prisons and then fight to remain inside them. Is there any single event in their world that is not part of the perfect balance? Is there a birth without a death, a loss without a gain, a growth without a decay? Every emotion, every feeling, every attraction and every repulsion, every like and dislike, every good and bad are an attempt to find a half-truth, a defiance of nature. There are four such separations which define humanity, a human perspective versus the universal. They are all based on defiance of the law of balance. 1. Masculine and Feminine in the biblical story of Adam and Eve, the definition of male and female energy was the first separation from love. The first separation then, between the central courts of heaven and earthly perspective is that there is no separation between masculine and feminine energy. A universal citizen has both of these energies alive and well, easily accessed within them. It is not androgynous, it is both energies working in harmony. 2. Self and other. In the central courts of heaven self and other are one, all is one, one is all. We see ourselves in everything and everything sees us, there is, in other words, no blame, no victim. 3. Pleasure and pain. These are separable by the senses, the feelings, but in the universal perspective they are two sides of a single coin. 4. Good and evil. Light and dark are two sides of one truth, they are mental separations, judgments and these beliefs, in the human perspective divide the worlds their people and their lives. Our earthly viewpoint limits our understanding. We believe only what we see so we cannot understand that balance exists. We cannot compare what happens in one part of our anthill with what is happening in another anthill. We know only what we can see. Nature is the keeper of sacred law. Witness her life and compare it. She is the guardian of reality. Our expectations of nature are for her to be her best. To be strong, to change, to be calm and to surrender. To be born and to die. And in her existence to evolve. Since the forest is the keeper of sacred law it is a worthy beginning to ask her to share principles of reality. The forest, the ocean, the sky, species, plants, animals insects have a voice. It will require the deepest silence to hear it, and it is here that you are invited to observe, sacred moments. Evolution. 2. The second natural law The law of evolution. Everything flows, out and in, everything has tides, all things rise and fall, the pendulum swing manifests in everything. The measure of the swing to the right is the measure of the swing to the left, rhythm compensates the Kayabalian. When you align your body, intellect and metaphysical self, life just unfolds in a harmonic poetry. Life opens up to support you when you are ready to open yourself to life. Nothing in nature is aimless. There is a purpose in all things. It is the harmony of nature. Everything in this universe fits some part of a greater puzzle, everything has a purpose, everything thinks. Trees think, rocks think. They have a beginning and an end, they have an innate destiny, they begin in one form and end in another. In the seed of a tree is its destiny. Birth, 
life death and the vital things in between which make it fit into the puzzle of life, are prearranged. Yet, trees have evolved, DNA changes. 1000 years has seen even a change in the structure and function of a tree. Environment and change has seen the tree adapt. There is growth, a movement toward something. We may not, in our smallness on our anthill, measuring time in thousands of years, see that context, but it is undisputed, there is a purpose to all events, all activity in the universe. Destiny is written. The harmony of the universe is the evolution of the species. The earth, its very soil, and all that lies in it, thinks. It cannot help it. It is thinking out its future. It cares nothing for its past. All the eyes of nature are turned towards the future. Everything is preparing for something that is ahead. All parts the vegetable kingdom, from the blade of grass to the giant trees think, and the thoughts are for the future. The grass plans to make fruitful life. The tree plans to build houses for homes, wood for fires, oxygen for life. Nothing is in vain. Nothing is aimless. Nothing is useless. All is evolving. Animals have a sectional brain that concentrates thought, and thus they are a step in advance of a tree, just as the tree is in a step in advance of the rock. First life on earth came from a rock, and had a rock shell to protect it. The latest life on earth, humans are rock in part, bone, and flesh in part, tissue, but no life is separated from mother earth. We know that our brains are endowed with the power to plan, to look ahead, to make provision for the future, and to investigate the problems of life and death. Thought is universal and it has a purpose greater than our short span of life. The very fact that matter is progressive, shows that it was originated from some power that gave it intent. The very fact that thought creates matter, shows that the power is now present in it, and this is the power that created it. Progress is the motive of existence. Everywhere there is evidence of this fact. It is written in every era of this universe's history, in every galaxy, and in every individual life. There is the being born, the growing, the developing, and the dying. Between these three phases, there is an eternal rhythm, a music, a harmony of evolution. Nature grows in cycles. Birth, life and death. Creation, maintenance and destruction. Infatuation, management, destruction. Like our families, we see births, lives, and deaths. Stars are the same. The story is the same. Birth life death. Stars are born, stars exist and give life to planets such as our own, and stars all die. It is an eternal cycle. The rhythm of life on this huge scale of billions of years, is replicated in our tiny ant, all conforms to rhythm, there is a path of growth for all things. As humans are a part of such an eternal mission they must also leave this earth at death having completed some tiny fragment of that mission. And so, our own growth is a part of the universal growth, we form some essential part of the universal plan. It is more than conforming to the expectations of other humans, somewhere there is a larger code, a billion-year journey into which you fit like a finger to a glove. This fit is harmony, personal harmony, growth. The resistance is disharmony and the cause of all human suffering. There is an eternal rhythm, everything beats to the same rhythm, different drums, same rhythm. Creation, maintenance and destruction. This is the universal rhythm. The story is told in all great myths. Three gods, the Holy Trinity, the creation, birth, life-death. Water, earth, fire. Brahma Vishnu, Shiva. Isis Ra and El. Spelled Israel. This is evolution and evolution is the purpose of nature. Maximum evolution occurs at the border of chaos and order. That is the dance. The cycle is a spiral, every creation and evolution on the last, greater in consciousness less in number, every rising in sophistication, every growing. It would seem that nothing dies where it was born. 
what enters the field of material existence must evolve through manifestation into form and will be destroyed and in this process the greater purpose of creation inches its way through this cycle. Create, maintain and destroy. The feminine principle seeks order, order is the nurturing, the calm and the stable. The masculine side seeks chaos, change, growth and revolution. If the feminine is too strong, too much order, agreement it generates the masculine side to break it and create chaos. It makes an interesting question as to who and what causes violence and war. Revolution is fast change. It is the masculine side. When things have been too stable, too quiet, too settled for too long the masculine principle chips in to create change. Bush fires are a great example of how nature always seeks the balance between chaos and order. Order in the case of the bush fire is slow growth, fallen leaves, too much foliage on the ground. The masculine principle is change and revolution is the bush fire. Can you see in your own life the fire and the calm? What about economics? What about your children if you have them? What about football clubs and business? Can you see order and then chaos in world news? Can you see discomfort and comfort in your relationships?